Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast. My name's Ollie Henderson and as I said yesterday, I've just got back from holiday and of course we always come back from holiday with a new perspective on things and I've been spent a couple of weeks with the kids. It made me reflect on the things that are most important to me and to them and it also reminded me of the conversation I had with one of my favourite guests on the podcast so far, Sean Thompson. Sean is a former world champion surfer but actually much more than that, he was one of the people who were integral to creating surfing as we know it today. In the 70s, he and a group of young Australians and Hawaiians developed a culture around the sport, and 40, 50 years later, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So Sean's had an amazing sporting life, but he's also had a life marked by tragedy and inspiration. He came up with the idea of what he calls the code following his experiences in surfing, but It now represents something much bigger and when we spoke he described how that process evolved and what it's meant in terms of the lives of the people that he's touched around the world. And I mention it because after I spoke with Sean a couple of years ago I went through the exercise of developing our own family code with the kids and it sits on the wall in our kitchen and it was a beautifully simple way to articulate things that really matter so here's my conversation with sean thompson i'd urge you as well to listen to the original chat which i linked to in the show notes so i printed them up on these little cards printed up a hundred cards cost me like a hundred bucks and i gave them out to these young people and i had some left over and i gave them out to the media and i gave them out to the moms and dads and it just sort of turned into like a groundswell people loved those little cards just like you liked it because in my perspective, I like to think it's like a prism. That people, it's like a lens that people can look, look at it and, and perhaps see their own life a bit differently. It's not like I'm, I'm this sort of swami guru type of guy. But inside the, those 12 lines of code that the ocean gave me, is, I, I think is tremendous power. And I called it surface code. That's what I called it. And and it just got more and more popular. And then people would phone me up uh, and ask me to talk at events. We put the code in the pockets of our clothing that we were making. We were making lots of clothing, selling it to lots of shops. So people would just find the code in the pocket of the board shorts or a shirt. And, wow, it's pretty cool. And they'd phone me up, hey, Sean, would you like to come and do a talk? And, you know, I ended up, hey, come and do a talk. You know, you're going to be opening the conference and then there's Richard Branson is going to be speaking after you and then Malcolm Gladwell is going to be speaking after you. So like big dudes, you know what I mean? Like famous people, famous conferences. And, you know, they're doing their whole rap. And I'm just talking about the code, man. I'm just talking about surface code and these lessons that one can learn from life about, from the ocean. So it led ultimately to a book. I collaborated on a book with a guy called Patrick Moser and it was called Surface Code, and the book, book, book became really popular. And then, so you mentioned you heard about me through Guy Kawasaki. I was in an Apple store, and I see a guy there, and I walk up to him, and I say, are you a Hawaiian guy? He goes, well, I'm from Hawaii. I said, you Guy Kawasaki? I said, I'm, I'm Sean Thompson. I said, nice to meet you. And the guy that was sitting with him was a surfer guy. So he was super stoked that I'd come up there. Guy Kawasaki had, had never heard of me as a surfer. <laughs> but eventually, Guy and I became friends and I taught him how to surf. And just because I walked up to him and I went, hey, how's it? Yeah. 
So yeah. these little connections you make can be fundamental. So now I've written Surface Code, the book, and I'm sitting in the lineup at Rincon waiting for Wave. A guy paddles up to me. He said, Sean, I'm a headmaster at a local school. I'd love you to come and talk at my school about the code. So I go down to the school, the high school, this tiny school, like two little old farmhouses. And I'm talking to the kids about the code and talking about the book. And I say to the kids, Surface Code's my code. I wrote it. 12 lines, 105 words. I wrote it in 20 minutes. What about your code? What about writing your codes? Do the same process, 20 minutes, 12 lines, and send it to me. I didn't know what I, it was just a whole, whole spear of the moment thing. Yeah. Um, but I made an ask. Do you know what I mean? It's like I made an ask. I asked for it. Yeah. Um, and then the code started flowing to me. Okay. So now the very first line of code I got back from a young girl, 80 lines, 80 kids, about 80 kids, 12 lines. So I get nearly a thousand lines of code. The very first line is I will be myself. So for anyone that's listening, that's a mom or a dad, they know the unbelievable power contained in those words. I will be myself. So this kid wasn't going to be victimized, bullied, wasn't going to be knocked around. She was just going to be herself. Such power. And, and all the other lines that these wonderful kids wrote just lines of inspiration, you know, I will do what I say I will do. Uh, I will not compromise on my morals to fit in with the others. I got so inspired. Yeah. I went, wow, there's something here that's amazing that these kids, these students, writing these words, inspiring themselves, in many ways defining their own purpose in 12 lines, and then the other students are reading them, so they're inspiring the other students. Yeah. So they're creating this, this power. Yeah. So I immediately found out Patrick Moser, who, who's my co-author with uh, Service Code, said, we're going to write another book. We're going to call it The Code. That's the book that you've got. And the book is, is ultimately to help empower young people to make positive decisions through writing and activating their code and sharing their code. Now, I had lost my beautiful son, 15 years old, to a bad choice. He played a dangerous game he heard about at school. So now I, I, I read this first line, I will be myself. So I don't know whether my son played this game because it was like a peer pressure thing or, you know, who knows? We, we'll never know. But those lines spoke to me, man. So I went down a completely different path and then I started speaking at schools and getting kids to write their codes. And I, I went to a school in Florida and these young students, instead of just writing their codes, they created these amazing graphics. I will live out loud. And there was a beautiful mural. I've actually got it right in front of me, right, right in front of my desk, the first one I ever saw. I will live a life of purpose and passion. I will love fully. I will aspire for greatness. And beautiful murals. Brilliant, yeah. So they're inspiring themselves, but also inspiring others and creating these inspirational statements. But also when you write something, and you put it up on a wall. Talk about accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see there was something happening here. So then I went, hey, man, this is 
from what I've seen about leadership with Nelson Mandela and other great leaders that I've, I've read about through these, I, thought, I, I want to study more. So I went back to grad school. I spent a couple of years at, at grad school studying leadership and coming across all this amazing research on inspiration and influence and emotional contagion and viral contagion. And, and I, I came to the realization that my life, my life was different now. I was on a different path. So that was Sean talking about the power of I will and the code. So as I said at the top, I'll put a link in the show notes to the original episode. Thanks again for listening.